The legend continues. Joey B to the Super Bowl. Who would have guessed it? I think I did. But uh, <laughs> catch it next on Bleacher Creatures. Josh, Ian is in the studio today again, as Jackson cannot be here. He is. Um, Ian, How's everybody doing? I Welcome have to, back. I have to tell you, you are not taking Jackson's place, but there is a spot for you on the roster. All right, bet. If that makes sense. <laughs> all right, uh, bet. If I'm ever available, um, I'll definitely join. All right, so Josh, ask me if I'm an orange. Are you an orange? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, it worked. I was I was very nervous. <laughs> that was real. I was uh, like I said, I was very nervous about that one. It could have either gone. You should have been completely. It, yeah, it would have. If I was in a bad mood, that would have just gone very bad. Yeah, but I'm in a pretty good mood. Thank I might have, you. I might have walked out. Honestly. You might have walked out. Okay, <laughs> that could have gone so wrong or so right. Um, so we, as I have mentioned, we have Ian here with us today. The big man, the big Ian. Ian Robichaud. Uh, I'm definitely excited to be back. Our, time, not gonna lie. our rap culture aficionado, if you will. <laughs> so, uh, Ian, Lil Durk and NBA Youngboy been beefing, man. I need you to fill me in. Have they actually? Yeah, I, I literally just saw a post on Instagram. The most recent thing that I've seen about that was like a year and a half ago, whenever they thought that like Youngboy killed King Von. And Wait, then, what? Whoa. And then that's like... <laughs> allegedly. 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 <laughs> And that's like the connection there, because King Von and Dirk are cousins, I guess. I I saw Lil Dirk put out a song with Gucci Mane, yeah. and it was dissing. I don't know if it was dissing NBA directly or his boys. Uh, I didn't know it was like a diss track. It's just a good song, in my opinion. But I need you to yeah next time find you're out. On, we need a we need a full up. I'll do research and we'll yeah we'll convene again later. I need you to find out and then fill me in later with the details. For sure. Got okay. You. Thank you. Because we both know you are the rap god. god. <laughs> I'll take the title. Slim Shady. Um, good at that. So I guess because there's a lot to talk about. So first off, I'll just quickly mention the LSU basketball game last night. LSU has dropped five of their last six basketball games in men's. They will probably drop out of the top 25. Um just disappointing losses, losses to TCU and Ole Miss and Alabama, all three. Uh, not good losses. Um, the TCU game, we were never really in. The Ole Miss game, they we were down by 24 at one point. How we came back to only lose that game by, I believe it was uh, four points, is incredible that they came back, but still not a game that they should have lost. Ole Miss, not a very good team in the conference uh, with a 12-10 and 10 record. LSU... They're trying to find their identity right now with uh, Xavier Pinson coming back, so and Eric Gaines coming in and uh, you know filling in that role of Pinson, trying to see who's going to run the uh, the point guard for him. It's interesting time. Uh, they're still a really good team. They need to work on their shooting. Um, last night the shooting was abysmal. They missed too many must-have buckets, and yeah, that's what caused them to lose to Ole Miss. They came out. They were very lazy. Um, as as we said, Ole Miss, I believe at one point the score was forty to nineteen. Didn't uh, they start the season undefeated? Yeah, they started like twelve. I mean, right? every team technically starts the season. Well, they season started. But. 
um, started on a little undefeated run. And they had some good wins in there, the, the Georgia Tech one specifically. But, you know, the SEC, it, it is a different beast. But at the same time, they are better than most of these teams that they are losing to. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's like, one, they're lazy. They're extremely lazy. If you want to beat LSU, just play zone defense because if you take away the paint, they will not score. They're just going to resort to just throwing up threes that they can't make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the problem with it is, honestly, is the PMAC. Because anytime somebody hits a three, the PMAC just lights up and they're like, okay, let's go get another one. And that's not always what you need. No. Uh, but yeah, last night they had the chance to come back and win that game and they squandered the opportunity uh, to beat Ole Miss at home. So we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, we can't keep losing games if they want to start playing in March. So it's going to be really interesting to see. I would assume the Tigers are going to drop out of the top 25. Uh, they just need to get better and perform better at the rim and securing points because at this moment, they are one of the worst shooting teams in the country, I believe. I mean, Ole Miss shot, I believe it was in the 50% last night in field goal percentage. LSU was 41, 42. Not good. Um, and you're playing a team that is in no way better than you. So LSU and Will Wade, I'm hoping you will get it figured out. But um, you've got some tough games ahead of you. So that's going to be, you know, it's going to remain to be unseen or remain to be seen, I should say. So we will keep you posted on the LSU basketball team. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, what's the biggest thing in the room right now? A lot, but we could say Joe Burrow is going to the Super Bowl. I know, but I feel like we can no, end with no, that. No, that's uh, fine. We can end we with can, it yeah. because I, there's it's something being said first. Because yeah. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to the Super Bowl. Joe, Joe Shiesty, Joey franchise, Joey Super Bowl. But the thing I wanted to talk about before we talk about King Joe is uh, there was a name change. In there Washington, was, there was a name change. Um, obviously, Washington opted with the name that nobody wanted because that makes the most sense for them. <sighs> Go commies, baby. Go commanders. Go commies. Not yeah. commies. Commanders. Somehow they decided that the commanders were the was the best option out of all the all the choices that they had. I mean, it was better than Red Hogs. Wasn't better than Red Wolves. Wasn't better than Red Wolves. I'd have been fine with both of those. I would argue it's not even better commanders. than Brigade, but it's both. Nah, I like it better than Brigade. I like it better than Brigade, but it's it, not the better The thing than, is, it wasn't the worst choice, but it was far from the best. It's not better than Generals or Armada, which the two other. I like. hated. I don't like Generals, and I don't like Armada. Armada's too broad, it, it and is, it just reminds me of Tampa Bay. But it's not as good. As, like, it's not worse than Commanders. It sounds like it would be a football team from a movie that The Rock is starring in. Yeah, and I know we've fairy. said that a thousand That's times. That's the movie we always go to because yeah. I think he played for like the Boston Rebels or something. Yeah, it's something like that, and it's just it's an XFL team. Yeah, it's just so generic, and I get it. I'm sure every team feels sounds like this whenever they get a new name because we said the same thing about the Guardians. But there's just there's nothing special about it. You no, know? there's nothing. Like, there's no regional connection, which not every team has a regional well, there, connection, I mean, but there's no... The military, there is Washington. There is kind of regional connection, yeah, eh. DC, but... Eh. I mean, I don't not, like I don't, it. I'm not like going to defend it, but there, I could see the regional connection um, more so than Red Wolves, I'll say that, but Red Wolves was clearly the better option. Um, I don't know, man. And, and a lot of the time when teams put, like, a color in front of the name, it doesn't really work. Like, the Vegas Golden Knights... I don't yeah. like that. It should just be the Knights. Uh, there's a few others. Um, there's a hockey team. I can't think of their name. I, I think they have like 
the Blue Jets. I, I, Ian, please look up the NHL teams. It's like I know there's the Blues, but I don't know. No, like a, I think they're in Canada. The Winnipeg Jets is just like the Jets. It's, I think they. I think it's in Canada. There's another team that has like blue in front of it. Ian's gonna look that up, but obviously not the best choice. If you look at their jerseys, it's pretty much the exact same as um, when they were the football team. There's the Detroit Red Wings. There's the Detroit. The Red Wings work. I like the Red Wings, but there's something. Uh, Blue Jackets. Blue Columbus. Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets. That's it. What does that even mean? I have no idea. I think it's. Yeah, I, I don't know about that one either. That I think it has something bad. to do with the Civil War. Maybe like mm. the Union. I, I I could be completely wrong, or maybe in the Revolutionary War. Regardless, um, but no, Com- Commanders is just it, it's just it's gimmicky. Yeah, it's XFL. It's you know the USFL. Um, and like if you would have picked Red Hogs, Red Wolves, Red Tails, that would have been an ode to the history of the team without it being inappropriate yeah it would have been a way to keep some of the old history of the team in the in the locker room in the fan base without and just discarding the old part that everyone was ready to get rid of yeah and they just chose not to because red tails would have been really cool yeah i loved red tails and that wasn't even on the list no it wasn't on the list red hogs Eh. not my favorite doesn't really make much sense but i would have been okay with it. that's like a d3 football school yeah yeah red wolves I wanted it. I you wanted know, everyone Red knows. Yeah, everyone. I've wanted been calling it. them that all season. I think everyone wanted Red Wolves. Um, I will say though, in their when they released kind of like a teaser of the jerseys, if you will, uh, the black uniforms looked good. They do. I didn't like how the W was right in the front of the helmet. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's it's is literally it, just the Washington Football Team W gold it, uh, right in the middle. Is it not like the visor like decal that some people have where it will have like the Riddell? No, it was above that. It was bigger. Oh, yeah, that's bad then. I, I, I wasn't crazy about that, but it does show that the NFL is, you know, actually coming through or uh, following through with the alternate Oh, it is helmets. on that black helmet. Yeah, it, it, like the, the uniform looks good. Everything about it looks good except yeah, that part not, of the helmet. I'm not a big on that either. And is the rest of the helmet just going to be black, or is there going to be a stripe? Or are they going to put their numbers on the side? What are it you going to do? Like numbers on the side. What are you going to do for the logo? It's just the W, apparently. That's horrible. That's what their TikTok uh, profile picture is. And they have that crest logo, but that's not going to be on like a uniform. Yeah, that's it's, it's not readable from a distance. I, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I think when people thought of the name change, the reason they wanted Red Wolves or something like that was because they would have to get a new logo and stuff yeah. like that to incorporate Wolves. But with Commanders, you can kind of just keep the same boring W uh-huh. and not really do anything with it. I think they added some extra lines to it, Oh, if that makes you any sense. a little bit more modern. Yeah, they added some. It's like when the Rams like separated I mean, the three, four sections of the W. It's better yeah. than when the Rams had like six different shades of blue on their jerseys yeah. when they were in Los Angeles, but still used the St. Louis jerseys, but then mm-hmm. also used the white horned helmets, which looked awful. I'll say this for the Rams: their new uniforms. I hated them at first. They're growing on me. I love the helmet. I hate their alternate logo. Like I'll never have a problem with like the LA and like the horn. But the actual Ram head logo is terrible. Well, See, I feel the opposite. I like the Ram head better than I like the LA with the horn. Well, the uh, other team in LA just kind of stole the Dodgers uniform or the, the Dodgers logo. The Chargers? 
Really? You've never seen the L.A. for the Chargers? No, I've never oh. seen that. Yeah. It's like L.A., but there's a lightning bolt, and it literally just looks exactly like the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, I thought you were saying they changed their their. Oh, no, no, no. They're like half moon yeah, like, lightning bolt. What was this? Oh, no, 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 no. That, that will never change. Uh, also, it should be illegal for the Chargers to wear anything other than their navy blue uniforms or the powder blue uniforms. I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. Their powder blues well. are some of the best uniforms in the NFL. The navy blue has really grown on me, though. I yeah. like it. I just I'm think not a big a, fan of navy in general. No, I, like I think of LT every time. Yeah. Um, all right. So now that we've got that. Danny and Tomlinson. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was thinking Lawrence Taylor at first, uh-huh. and I was like, wait, what? Um, <laughs> so before we get into the games that happened this past weekend, uh, we also have to talk about, uh, well, we have the Jim Harbaugh story. Yeah. Uh, we have Caleb Williams, and we have the Brian Flores, whatever yeah. is going on. Uh, let's talk about Jim Harbaugh first off. Um, I didn't think it would happen, but apparently – Jim Harbaugh is next in line to take the Vikings job. Yep. I'm pretty shocked that he's leaving Michigan after this year because he proved everybody, proved to everyone that he could beat Ohio State, take them to the playoffs. Granted, they didn't perform, but Alabama and Georgia were just not NCAA teams this year. So that was not like an expected thing for them to win. So I'm just shocked that he would consider leaving after the momentum that he built because he's just rupturing the program now. Maybe he kind of feels like, this was our year. If we couldn't get it done this year, when would we get it done? I'm still not convinced he's going to take it. I'm even not if they yeah, do but, end up but let's say that. He hasn't officially taken the job. No. Like that, It's all speculation at this point, but it is. he is heavily linked with the job. Right. Um, it wouldn't be a big move for him and his family, just going from Michigan to uh, Minnesota. 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 But it would be interesting. Maybe he just wanted to beat Ohio State once and then get back <laughs> into the league, you know? He was like, this is the calling card I need to just, like, put it on my resume. <laughs> yeah, this is what I need on my resume. Yeah. I finally did it. I'm going to be honest. I'm, if he does come back, I'm not looking forward to the, the confusion that I have every time I try to talk about one of the Harbaugh's. Because they look the exact same. They do. I, I mean, yeah. Um, and I never know. I just call him Harbaugh. I've never said. I don't know which one is which still. Well, Jim is the college coach, and John is the Ravens coach. Yeah, but that that might not be true for long. Speaking of confusion, I just wanted to mention this because this is something that I have noticed working college basketball games. Referees never know what is going on at any point in the game. Anytime one of them calls a foul, they're all looking at each other with their hands up like they have no clue what just happened. Is that like just an SBC thing? or No, no, no. It happens in – SEC, ACC, Pac-12, everywhere. College basketball referees. What next college basketball game you watch? Watch the referees. They never know what is going on. <laughs> I'll have to pay attention to that. Ever. Last night in the LSU Ole Miss game, one of them calls uh, it's LSU ball on you know ball that goes out of bounds. The other one is just hands in the air, like I have no idea what just happened. And I get you can't see everything on the floor because of where you're positioned, but they never know. But also, don't look that confused. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, this is the right call. Be a professional. Stand up for your boy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's probably worse in the Sun Belt because it seems like on every single call, it is just, uh, we're referees? Like, <laughs> how did I get this shirt on? Why are y'all looking at us like we're supposed to make a decision? They always go to the table, go to the instant replay. And, like, if you're going to do that, just look at your boy, do the replay, lo- like, hand gesture go to it don't look at him like he has three eyes and like you have no idea what's going on right 
Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Um, all right, going from there, from the Harbaugh story, we can also talk about, because this kind of leads into the Brian Flores story, um, the Broncos are up for sale. Yeah, I saw a report of that, but I didn't actually like see it for myself, like a, the actual so, post. I know that Peyton Manning has been in a um, kind of like a bidding war and just trying to find partners to buy the team, and so is John Elway. So they've been kind of in a bidding war to get the rights to the well, Broncos. John Elway is a part of the the upper staff of right. the Broncos. Right. Is it? Is he the current owner? I don't think so. No, the Pat. I know uh, he's really high up. The Pat Bolin Trust has announced the beginning of the sale process for the team. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I know those two are very, very, very interested in getting the Broncos and having them as their team. Well, the Mannings have always talked about, you know, wanting to own a team. They're pretty open about that. So I wouldn't be shocked if they go out and, like, get it. I mean, what a better team for Peyton to own. Yeah, than the team that – Exactly. That's Peyton's bucks, you know? Yeah. Either them or the Colts would be his ideal options. And I think and I think Denver he would rather because I think he still lives in Denver. I would rather live in Denver than Indianapolis. Just I think anyone would yeah, besides Indy's Pat pretty, McAfee. Indy's pretty boring. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to live in Tampa Bay or New England, to be honest. Uh, no. I <laughs> well, Tampa Bay wouldn't be as bad because it's Florida and the weather's nice. Sunny South Florida. It is still Tampa Bay. Right. <laughs> you know what city I always forget is in Florida? Jacksonville. Me too. <laughs> yeah. You, I didn't know for the longest time. I, I feel like it's in South Carolina. Uh-huh. I don't even know what state like I associate it with. It's just I'm not so Florida. happy someone else said that just now. <laughs> like to me, Jacksonville is not in Florida, and I know there's other people out there that feel the exact same way. You know, San Diego, not in California. Okay, now that's different. No, I I didn't know that. I didn't know where San Diego was like my entire childhood, and then I found out, and I was like, well, like it's not where I thought it was. Okay, it's not an NFL city, but I didn't know San Jose was real. <laughs> like I, I just didn't ever think San, it was like a big San city. Jose State Spartans. Right, but I never knew it was like a big city. I thought it was just like, oh, you know, some decently sized rural town or something like that. <laughs> like, when I think of Jacksonville, I just think East Coast, like, there's a section of where Georgia, Florida, South Carolina all meet, even though that doesn't exist. And then there's just this kind of like Washington, D.C. No one state claims them. It's just <laughs> there. Its own little province. Like, that's where, what I think. Where is Jacksonville in Florida? I think it's northeast. It's literally at, like, the top right corner of the state. Which would be northeast. Yeah, it's right by the okay. Georgia border, I think. Okay. Don't Yeah, because don't they – they play the uh, the Florida-Georgia game in Jacksonville, I believe, because it's right on the border. So they're the Florida-Georgia yeah, line. I think so. Correct. Good band. I don't know. I've never really listened to them. <laughs> uh, Well, the they're what's interesting right. and kind of leads into the B-Flow case with uh, the Broncos is apparently – that is one of the things Brian Flores is suing the NFL over. Um, he said f he had interviewed for the Broncos job, I believe, back in 2019. And John Elway and I forget the other person with him who showed up to interview him were like an hour late, showed up drunk. He said he, like, he never really had a shot. Um, they said they're claiming it was um, there was some racist stuff involved. I haven't read all of it yet. And then we get to the Brian Flores texting Bill Belichick thing. That's what I was about to try to pull up. I have it pulled up right now. Um, so apparently Bill Belichick thought Brian Flores was Brian Dabble, I believe is how Dable. you said Dable. And he texted B-Flow congratulating him. 
No, wait. So I think what it was was that he thought that he had been talking to the the Giants and um, the other team about Brian Flores whenever they had been talking about Brian Dable and they were just discussing as Brian. Yeah, and there was some uh, disconnect there. But the direct – I'll read the entire uh, conversation. So it starts with Bill Belichick saying, sounds like you have landed. Congrats. Then B-Flow, did you hear something I didn't hear? And then uh, Belichick responds, Giants with question marks and exclamation points, which I did not think Bill Belichick would text like that. I didn't think yeah, Brian, did I, I didn't that think that Bill sounds... Belichick would have an iPhone. The I didn't... fact that his messages are blue kind of threw me off. The fact that he texts threw me off. Yeah. He's, and then uh, – Thought Bri- he'd be rocking a 1997 Motorola. <laughs> and Brian Flores responds, I interview on Thursday. I think I have a shot at it. And then uh, Belichick responds, got it. I hear from Buffalo and New York Giants. I don't know why Buffalo was involved in this. Well, Brian Dable works for Buffalo. Oh. He He was the Buffalo D.C.? O.C., I think. Oh, well, if he was their D.C., he's the reason they lost. Um, Whoa. But he said, I hear from Buffalo and the New York Giants that you are their guy. Hope it works out if you want it to. And then uh, Flores responds, that's definitely what I want. I hope you're right, coach. Thank you. And then I guess he kind of was like, wait a minute. This doesn't make sense. And then he responds, Coach, are you talking to Brian Flores or Brian uh, Dable? Just making sure. And then um, Belichick's response, sorry, I blanked this up. I double-checked and misread the text. I think they are naming Dable. I'm sorry about that. Then he just ended his text, BB, for Bill Belichick. He signed it like my my old professor, Joshua Vaughn. (laughs) Every email ended, got it, thanks, JV. What's interesting about that is that they're naming the coach before they've even interviewed Brian Flores, who I think everybody in this room can agree is one of the best candidates on the market right now. Correct. My my problem with that is I don't see what's necessarily wrong with naming the coach before you've interviewed everybody that you stated you would. Because if they interviewed Dable and said, oh, he's our guy, we like the way that he wants to move the program forward, I don't see that as a problem. But I think – the problem was that they they were telling people that they were going to hire him, yet they didn't call Brian Flores to say, like, hey, you don't need to come in. Yeah. But then again, they could still be like, our minds aren't really changed. We don't know. You know, we, we kind of want this guy. We think we want him, but we also want to – like, so I don't know about all that. Um, it is interesting. Uh, but where it gets even more interesting – is with the Dolphins because uh, Flores said that Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, offered to pay him $100,000 for every loss during the 2019 season to help the team get a better draft spot, and they were mad when they kept winning. Mm. I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. Yeah. So also adds to the fire in Miami – because, I mean, when they fired Brian Flores, everybody just was like, what are they doing? This is a bonehead move. He is a great coach. Uh, but now that it uh been pretty stagnant in Miami for the past couple seasons. Dolphins, just disband. Please. I Save mean, all of us the heartache, the trouble of the, worrying about what's going on over there. Because nothing really ever goes on over there. Just disband. We don't need franchise. you anymore. Delete the franchise. I mean, you already had your 16-win season. We don't need any more from you. Yeah, no one cares anymore. Uh, but, yeah. There, Uniforms, decent. It's about it. Color scheme <laughs> is phenomenal, in my opinion. It is phenomenal. I love the teal, orange, and white. That's just perfect. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, there is a whirlwind around Brian Flores right now in the NFL. I think he is suing the NFL. I know that. And I believe he is suing the Dolphins, the Giants, and, and the, the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. I and don't... then he also, he said that he sent texts, sent messages to the Saints and the Texans prior to filing the lawsuit, letting them know that it would happen, but that he would still love to lead an NFL team. And he interviewed with the Saints yesterday. My thing is, yes, Brian Flores did nothing wrong here, but I'm scared that other teams are going to have this preconceived notion of him and just think, okay, he's not going to play ball and he's just going to be a trouble starter and they're not going to hire him because of this. Even though he didn't do anything wrong. No, he didn't. But that's just how some people work is what I'm trying to say. So I'm Uh not defending an NFL team for not hiring him off of this, but I'm saying that could happen. And he certainly is quality enough to lead a team. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, if you can win nine games with the Dolphins. With that roster, yeah. With Tua? With Tua. With Tua not even having a – what's the guy from Houston that they traded for that was hurt the entire year? Oh, Um, I know his name too. I forget about everything that happens with the Dolphins. And the Texans. And the Texans. Whatever. Good receiver. Um, that they traded for. Will Fuller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was hurt like the whole year. Yeah. So they didn't have a reliable option there on the offense. So they were literally just throwing to Jalen Waddle and then Miles Gaskin and his inability to play football consistently. <laughs> and Brian Flores didn't want Tua. No. No. It was pretty well documented. Yeah, he did he, not he, want he Tua. He didn't want Tua, which shows that he has good judgment on whether a quarterback will be good or not. Like, I don't see how you can watch the season and think the guy who managed to win with Tua is not your guy. But the below-average quarterback is. Yeah, I don't get that either, especially whenever they had the eight-game losing streak and then an eight-game winning streak immediately following up after that. Mm-hmm. So clearly there was potential to win and do well. They just, like, screwed up. They definitely screwed up. Uh, that was all on Miami. Brian Flores did the best he could with a horrible organization and a horrible team. Yeah. Um, and the I'll- Dolphins have been a poverty franchise for a long time. Yeah. And – the, he's been their first real ray of light to bring them out of this, and they decided to fire him in favor of, well, I thought they fired him originally because of his disposition to not wanting Tua, but it seems like, from what he's saying, it might be more to it than that. They fired him because he didn't want to play ball. Right. He didn't want to tank, which you should never want your coach to be open to tanking. No. Yeah, that's it's terrible. Wh- See, there's one thing where you, as a fan, you want to see your team lose sometimes because you know that it'll set you up for the future. I was in that position earlier this season with the Saints. But if I would have found out that Sean Payton and who, whoever was our quarterback at that point in the season, I think it was Trevor, maybe Chase, maybe Taysom, whoever it was, if I'd have found out that they were getting paid to tank, I would have been livid. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, that might be a little hypocritical of me. But, you know, I don't care. You can't, as. As a NFL player or coach, actively tank. Completely agree. I, I don't understand why you would want. I mean, I understand it because, like you said, you're built up for the future. But you've seen how many players are busts. First round draft picks aren't a guarantee. Most of the guys that are running the NFL weren't first round draft picks. Yeah. I mean, True. two of them just retired. Well, no, I think Big Ben was a first round pick, but Josh. he was late. Josh and I were talking about this yesterday. Like, it's so hard to evaluate talent in the beginning because if you look at quarterbacks like, you know, Carson Wentz, Josh Allen, they went to 
basically schools with no competition in college. And so it's hard to say, like, oh, yeah, this guy's not going to succeed because he didn't play anybody. And we were saying how, like, the SEC, you know, you'll have that competition advantage, but you also have a bunch of weapons and a bunch of other pieces that are around you all the time. So whenever you're getting drafted top five, you're not going anywhere good. And so you won't have those weapons, and you'll perform differently. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it's impossible to, like, 100% evaluate. And the thing with draft picks, especially quarterbacks, it completely depends on where you go, whether or not you're going to be successful. Well, like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence would have been successful anywhere, but I definitely think I that helped don't. for Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones would have been probably a backup on most teams last year. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence would have been a starter on most teams last year. Either what, not mo- not most, but most places that would have drafted him, if he would have gone, they would have drafted, been, yeah, they he would have been the him. starter off bat, and then maybe after the disaster of a season, he might have been taken out, but... If if Trevor Lawrence goes to, I don't know, if, if he would have gone to the Bengals instead of Joe, he would have been a starter and he would have been in a much better position than he is right now. But the Bengals would not be in the Super Bowl. Correct. No, I agree with that. I think that he will end up being a good quarterback. I think he'll be like a but Brian Hoyer. He won't be as prolific as Joe Burrow, though. He'll be like a Brian Hoyer. Bounce around from team to team. He'll collect 70 jerseys before he's done. But look at Justin Fields. Justin Fields is, he's with the Bears. He is their one thing that they have going for him right now. He was the, the games they won were because of him. If he went somewhere where he had a coach, receivers, and just a team around him, he would be so much better. We would be talking about him way more. But because he went to the Bears, who haven't seemed to have been able to do anything right since 1985. Well, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. Get him out. Yeah, get, I thought they fired him. They did. I mean, out of the NFL. Oh. But it's just oh, – I'm talking about out of the country. <laughs> get him to, the, get the, him to the moon. The European football league. Put him in the league. CFL. Let him, let him do that. It's just it, – the draft picks are very iffy because location and talent evaluation are just incredibly hard to figure out. Yeah. I, I mean, we've seen it so many times. There's been so many first-round draft pick busts. Yeah. I, and uh, obviously Joe Burrow was not one of them. Because um, he's incredible. But Joe with Shiesty. going back to the Brian Flores um, I debate or debacle, whatever you want to call it, it's very interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I don't know if you can necessarily sue because of the giant stuff. I don't know how that works. I don't know the legalities of it. Um well, he also brought in the fact that Raheem Morris and Eric Bieniemy also didn't get any offers this offseason. Well, the Dolphins are definitely getting sued. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put that out there. Yeah. Dolphins are getting sued, probably the Broncos as well. I don't know about the Giants. Yeah, the because Giants, it's not just about Brian Flores. Like, it's about, it's a yes. class action lawsuit. Yeah. So it's basically everyone involved. It's interesting. Yeah, um, it's, ve- it's a very interesting situation. I don't know enough about it right now. Yeah, I mean, this Honestly. literally came out, what, yesterday? Yeah. We went to Firehouse yesterday, and um, we looked up at the TV, and it said Brian Flores is filing class action lawsuit. And we're like, oh, okay. My first reaction was, please don't be the Saints. Yeah, please we don't be against the Saints. right now. But yeah, this is going to be very interesting to see, to see who wins. Um, but I did see that Michael Thomas is on Brian Flores' side in this. So if we do get Brian Flores, Michael Thomas might be a Saint still. Yeah, I think he'd be pretty happy to stay if we got Brian. I think he'd be pretty happy to stay if we got a quarterback. 
which on that topic, there is a massive lack of quarterback talent in the NFL right now. Um, like the AFC. NFC. It, NFC. The NFC particularly. Like the AFC, you have the prolific young quarterbacks of the next generation, right? As much as you guys probably aren't big on him. Trevor Lawrence. Mac Jones will never do anything. I he, think Trevor Mac Jones will. I Mac think Jones. Trevor Lawrence will end up being an above average to very good quarterback eventually. Uh, Jimmy I don't Gar- think it'll be with the Jaguars. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's not going to get re-signed by the 49ers, I don't oh, no. think. Um, and the reason being, you could say, yeah, he got him to the championship, but I believe he is the reason they didn't win the championship. Um, and he's not the reason they won any of those games. Correct. So He's Jim- just doesn't really perform at the highest level when he needs to. Correct. He's a decent quarterback and he can get to the playoffs, but he's not going to do more. Who than were that. the three we were talking about the other day? Jimmy, Dak, and it was Jimmy Goff. Dak and yeah, Jared Goff. Well, I think they're all at the same level of quarterback. And Kirk Cousins. Personally, I put Goff above. I put the Kirk other two. above them. Kirk is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Disagree. Kirk had a great I, year. I think he's pretty properly rated. I think he's overpaid. Uh, he's definitely overpaid. He's which definitely overpaid. Make him overrated. That's just by one. I, that's just by the from franchise, a, though. Yeah, Not from a fan way. base perspective, I think he's pretty properly rated. I think Kirk Cousins is overrated. I also think Dak's overrated. Oh, I think Dak, Dak Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jared Goff are almost the exact same quarterbacks. I think Dak's a little more agile, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they have their little separate attributes, but they're the same level of quarterback. You could throw. Uh, no, I'd put Jameis below them. Uh, I put Jameis above, well above. No, right now we just. Well, the thing is, he was doing really, really well before he got hurt, and Sean Payton didn't trust him to run the offense. That is true. That is very true. I will give you that. Um, so maybe if Jameis stays and we get a new coach, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, <laughs> if we don't get Aaron Rodgers, I don't want anybody in free agency. I agree. A lot of I people are thinking Russell he Wilson. might go to the the Steelers. If he I've, does, I've then said, I want to stick with Jameis. I've seen Steelers. I've seen Broncos a lot. But with all this happening now, I don't know if the Broncos are still going to be able to do much. And the Broncos aren't really a team right now that's built up for success. You say that. They I don't got, think they have great weapons. I just don't uh, think that adding a quarterback is going to be the solution, the fix-all solution. I don't think so either. I think the Saints are easily more built up for success right now. They just need, need one piece. We need a drafted receiver and a quarterback, and yeah. that's what we need. And if you get Rodgers, there's a good chance Michael Thomas would probably stay. Michael Thomas will probably stay. Devontae Adams would try to come. Yeah, I was about to say Devontae Adams might try to come here too. Might end up with both of them. So, yeah. Um, so, that's our they can give us the ring take point. on the Brian Flores situation and NFL quarterbacks and free agency. Uh, but now we have to talk about the greatest of all time that has retired and what happened with it. Uh, because apparently somebody from inside Tom Brady's team leaked that he was retiring and ESPN and a, a host of other uh, sports news websites posted it before it was actually confirmed. So it kind of there was this couple days stalemate was like, is he actually going to do this? And I thought, honestly, that with this happening and them saying he was going to retire and he hadn't fully made his decision he was going to say well i'm not doing it now yeah, i thought yeah, he was going to be petty and not do back. it like fine <laughs> just come back but at the same time i didn't think it would end with it not being known before yeah like i thought you know if he was going to retire this season he'd have said it either before the season started or some point in time during the season yeah i i mean i was very surprised I, I didn't think there was a chance he was retiring after this season. I, I really didn't either. Honestly, yeah. I I'm still fully. I'm not still full. 
I'm still not fully convinced that he is. No, no, he's he's retiring. I, I'm not convinced he won't be back. He may he may come back like next year if he's really. I mean, it. if you go on his Instagram on his story, there's 500 posts because he just reposted everything on his story <laughs> of every farewell wish ever to Tom Brady from every major athlete across the world. Literally. If you tried to skip, like tap through it right now, it would take you ten minutes. <laughs> I'm not joking, um, but no, it's it's extremely. Oh my! Yeah, Lord. my God! It's every post. I mean, I saw Harry Kane in there. Probably Cristiano Ronaldo. UCLA. UCLA. For some reason. UCLA. <laughs> I'm sure Ohio State's probably in there. Like it's just wild how many people have expressed their gratitude for Tom Brady. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I, I I'll, I'll do it right now. Thank you for retiring. Thank you for being the greatest quarterback ever and giving me the chance to one day tell my kids I got to watch him play, and I got to watch him win X amount of Super Bowls, and he was the greatest of all time. But I agree, Shannon. Uh, Shannon Sharp said that Tom Brady was owed the chance to be able to get up on the podium and say it himself. I'm retiring, I and I. Fully agree. The man has had the greatest career of all time and was absolutely owed that amount of respect to be able to get up on the mic and say it himself and not have it leaked to the public. I 100% agree. Yeah, I think that it's just pretty disrespectful to like him and his career. It's extremely disrespectful. Especially um, because that news had to come from someone close to him. Yeah, but there's no way that I, I think it was reported by, uh, what's his name, uh, Schefter? Yeah, it was Schefter and... John, Jim, Daniel, Darlington, something Darlington. Yeah, okay. So Schefter and one of the seven dwarves uh, leaked this information that they clearly got from somebody close to Tom. And I would imagine when Tom finds out, if he hasn't already, who it was, it's not going to be pretty. Probably never talk to him again. No, I I fully believe he's never going to speak to them again. Don't, Don't blame him. Certainly can't blame him. No. Uh, but you know who this kind of really sucks for, other than Tampa Bay? Who? Big Ben. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be completely overshadowed. Completely overshadowed. I don't. I don't even know if anybody knows Big Ben retired now. I think everybody's forgot. I mean, he had his kind of last hurrah and at his Heinz Field. He kind of had his 18. thing prior to the playoffs. Yeah, his he. Everyone knew coming in this was his last season. This was his his last hurrah. So his last game at Heinz Field, they they did all the stuff for him and they they had they ended up winning the game in a pretty big way to get in the playoffs. And so he had his little his moment. But to be fair, his career is nowhere near as significant significant to the NFL as Tom Brady's. I know, but it is still s- not sad necessarily, but it's like you know he's got to be like this guy, man, I just can't win with this guy. <laughs> I finally have my moment. Even though I've won two Super Bowls, I finally have it. And here comes here comes Tom taking it away. Oh, yeah. Always. Uh, and then, uh, well, that wraps up the uh, Tom Brady segment. So I think at this point we are allowed to talk about the greatest quarterback to Wait, ever we- play. Before we start this, because it kind of leads into it, I want him to finish what he was saying about the the yeah, AFC kinda, versus NFC quarterback thing. We just because it kind of got derailed. 
But, yeah, like in the AFC, you have a bunch of prolific quarterbacks of the future, right? Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, obviously, and then Mac Jones, if you want to consider him there. I think where he is, yeah. Yeah, um, where he's at will lead him to be one. Unless Belichick retires, which at this point wouldn't be a surprise. In the NFC, who is the quarterback of the future? In the NFC? Uh, well, I can tell you he doesn't play in Philadelphia and he doesn't play in Miami. He, well, that's AFC. That's anyway. AFC. Who cares? He, um, might, he might play in yeah, Chicago. He might play in Chicago. If he was somewhere else. If he had a better coach. Because uh, Russell Wilson's getting up there. Aaron Rodgers getting up there. Matt Stafford's getting up there. Yeah, Matt Stafford probably has like two I to three more seasons. I guess you could seasons. say Kyler, but we've seen that Kyler couldn't lead that team. Kyler Murray got picked apart against the Rams. Yeah. So, no, I'm not putting Kyler Murray in the, the – I'm not putting Dak there. Um, And – for Kyler, I know that there's – And Dak's the not whole... really for the future. Dak's no. been in the league six years. He's still really young, though, in terms of quarterbacks. Yeah. He's still young, but he's not – He's not going to lead you there. No. No, he falls apart. But Maybe... for Kyler, I think we've seen the limit of what undersized is. Oh, yeah. Kyler is the limit for where you can be an undersized quarterback. And, like, I want to see him do well because I like watching him play. I just think he's too – he's not big enough to play in the NFL because he's going to keep getting hurt. He's gotten hurt every season. And that's not his fault, but it's still hard to want to build your franchise around someone that you know is going to be out for an extended period almost oh, every season. Trust me, you know how I feel about giving ridiculous contracts to players who don't play. Um, looking at you, Christian JJ, McCaffrey. J.J. Watt, Christian McCaffrey, Mike Trout. Saquon Barkley. Yeah, all of them. Um not that they're not fantastic when they do play. It's right. just why make that why do that when you know they're injury prone. Um look, I couldn't tell you who the future quarterback of the NFC is. There I don't aren't there aren't one. That's there are that's the whole like, and we're not gonna that's find what we were talking year. about. It's just there's no one in the NFC that's going to be able to withstand the onslaught of these AFC quarterbacks. No, I think we're going to be looking at a lot of AFC Super mm-hmm. Bowl champions over the next couple of years because oh, yeah. if Nobody in the NFC right now could beat the Chiefs, in my opinion, in the Super Bowl. Especially now that Brady's Rams could. Rams could, yeah. <sighs> I don't think they could. I do. They have the offensive weapons and their defense is better. I'm still not 100% sold on Matt Stafford. Oh, I am. You're delusional. I think – I'm telling you, I just think there's that there's going to be something that's going to happen. Like, it, it never fails. I just think that Matt Stafford – I'm not sold on him. I still think he's a good quarterback. I just think he doesn't – there's something missing. I can't I can't put my finger on it. I just think there's something missing. Um, okay. I mean, the Buffalo Bills, if they didn't lose to the Chiefs, would probably win the Super Bowl. And Cincinnati, we've seen, can win anything. Joe Burrow yeah, they, is arguably the best of the three. They are in a rebuild, and, and they're in the Super Bowl. Justin yeah. Herbert, you know, still is amazing. That Chargers team still is talented. Yeah, I want to uh, tell winning. every person that told me that Justin Herbert was better than Joe Burrow when he came in, bye-bye. <laughs> Your opinion is irrelevant. Yeah. Because Joe Burrow got hurt, like, what, three games into the season? I think it was eight. six. And Or, yeah, eight. No, it was way no. earlier. I thought it was earlier than that. It well, was further down the line. Well, regardless, I've – told you Joe Burrow was better than Justin Herbert this entire time. Justin Herbert's team, arguably better than the the Bengals. And look what Joe's done. 
Look what he's done. It kid doesn't even have an offensive line. He beat the Chiefs twice. He beat the Chiefs twice. Twice. In Arrowhead. Yeah. In an NFC championship. AFC. It's the same thing. In an <laughs> AFC championship. It's not. It's not the same. No. Joe, Joe, Jamar, LSU of the NFL. Because NFLSU. NFLSU, whatever you want to call them. They have done what looked like was impossible. And here's my thing about the NFLSU thing before we go more into this. Uh, everybody wants to go to Bama because they think they have a better chance in the NFL. Clearly that's not true because <laughs> LSU walks into the NFL and owns it. Okay? Yeah. So, bye-bye. And Chiefs, I mean Chargers fans, bye-bye. Justin Herbert ain't been to the NFC AFC Championship. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl. He certainly He's ain't not it. Joe Burrow. He certainly ain't won it. Exactly. I do want to slow the roll on the Justin Herbert hate, though. Yeah, he's very good. I don't good. hate him. I don't he's hate him. Good. But Joe Burrow's better. Yeah, I agree. Joe. And everybody told me I was dumb for thinking that. Name one person. I can't. Okay. <laughs> just everyone. I just, Justin Herbert is going to be very good for a long time, too. I think we're in for the AFC playoffs, this, the AFC side of the playoffs for the next at least five years. Is going to be a roller coaster. Yeah, now's a good time to like pick an AFC team, get a quarterback jersey, and just call it and just say, I'm a fan of this team now. Not like talent wise, but I think Justin Herbert's career success will be like Joe Flacco compared to Joe Burrow and Tom, um, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Peyton Manning, and then uh, whoever else you want to throw in there. That's actually uh, Aaron Rodgers with Josh Allen. He'll be like Joe Flacco, he'll get one. I don't know. It's kind of it's hard to put down the comparisons here because they're all very very level quarterbacks. So I think we really have to see them like for a couple more years, and then as we see which one is really like taking the lead, that's what we'll see. Look, I'm gonna be impartial because I love Joe Burrow. I don't care. Oh yeah, he well, is. That's the opposite of impartial. yeah. That's being partial. partial. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so I'm so like, I'm so pumped up right now. No, I, no, I, it's fine. I, I completely understand. I can't get words out. I'm so partial right now to Joe Burrow. <laughs> What's crazy is I remember I was driving to Shreveport with my dad. I remember sitting in the car when Joe Burrow announced he transferred to LSU and wondering if this was going to be the guy because we already had Miles Brennan there who was set up to be the next starter. But then we were going to get this kid from um, Ohio, State. Ohio State, and it was rumored that Joe was going to go to Cincinnati, and it was like, oh, man, if is this the guy? Like, he's coming to LSU, like – Everything we've seen says he's great, but is he our guy? Like, right. I remember that vividly. And it's crazy to think now, what, four years later, he's in the Super Bowl? Yeah. It is now official in his first, that he is that guy. He is in that his guy. first full season as a starting quarterback, they are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's unreal. He it's absolutely ridiculous. There's not – there's almost no one you can say that that has happened with. And look, I agree, and this is something I rarely say. I agree with Skip Bayless. Give me Joe Burrow for the next 10 years over Patrick Mahomes. That's hard. That, that's, that's a really hard, hard choice. If you watched that game, when it got to the second half, Mahomes choked. Oh, he did. He choked. And he was choking a little bit. He, he turned it back on in the AFC Championship. But he turned it back on, so I'll give him that. But – I mean, not the AFC Championship, the uh, the game with the Bills, which 
could have been the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> that, that game, game was, was phenomenal. That game could still be going on right now. That was one of the best football games I've ever watched still, and I know we said that last week, but it had to be said again. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. One of the greatest games of all time. And, look, I don't even really want to talk about the NFC Championship because who cares? It, it, was, it was like trying to follow the greatest match of all time. That game and you got to go on after. That game the was Bengals Chiefs should have been the second game. I, I didn't know why it wasn't. Because it was the Bengals. Yeah, and I guess you've got two California teams playing. That's always yeah. got to be prime time. They, the Bengals have been undersold the entire season, and I understand that at the beginning. Most people expected them to go about six and eleven, but I didn't see a single prediction that didn't have them being fourth in the AFC North. Dan Orlovsky. Uh-huh. Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, Dan Orlovsky was on the. He predicted he them the to be in the Super early. Bowl. Really? Yes. And uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, he he was with Skip before Skip went to Fox. Uh, Stephen A. Stephen A. Laughed in Dan Orlovsky's face mm-hmm. about it, and Dan Orlovsky came back and said, "I'm a man that doesn't forget." I mean, we said early on that we thought they were going to make the playoffs. I never, I, I did not think they were going to make the Super Bowl. Well, now, once we got to the playoffs and I saw how they were playing, yeah, I did. All I'm saying is, when we filled out our brackets, I had Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. So did I, baby. Well, yeah, that's in the playoffs. So I'm saying, like early on in the season, we were who saying day? that who day. I hate it. It's the worst thing they could have ever taken. Yeah, I don't. Uh, apparently, it's from like a brewery around Cincinnati. That's nah, how. It's not. It's stolen from us. <laughs> it's not though. Um, they claim to have done it first. We claim to have done it first, even though they're two different sayings. One's who day and one's who dat. They're similar enough though. But what's I've heard a well, story. It's who dat say they're gonna beat them Saints and who dat think they're gonna beat them Bengals. Well, the story I always heard was that the who dat chant started at Patterson High School when Dalton Hilliard was there. And they would chant it. They were the Lumberjacks, and they still are. And it was who that said they're going to beat them, Jacks. And then it went to the Saints. But I've also heard that it started at LSU. I've also heard it started in New Orleans. It's kind of like a folklore thing at this point. It, you can't really, it really is. It's like Bigfoot. You can't pin it down. Pretty much. But I've heard it started in literally all three of those places. So wherever it started, who cares? It's still our saying. Who cares who did it first? They're two different sayings. I mean, I don't care that much. They they can, yeah, really they can do it. We deal. can do it. And it's not I can tell you this. If you say who day and you're not in Cincinnati, people are going to look at you and say, no, it's it's who dat, and it's the Saints thing. Oh, yeah, because it's been – I mean, the Bengals haven't had much to who day about exactly. in the last 30 years. I found out about who day in, like, high school. I heard stories of people, like, going to Cincinnati games and they were just in the city, and tickets to the games would be, like, 20 bucks, right, and they would just go. And they'd be getting questioned by people who – are fans of the team and be like, why are y'all here? Like, we're literally here to just get drunk and make fun of the team. And that's the <laughs> only reason they would go. All right. That's kind of funny. Uh, that's, that's tough. Though. I mean, we used to be the Aints, yeah. you know, bagheads. So we don't have much to brag about. Yes, we have won a Super Bowl, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, crazy to say that now. But it's been like 11 years. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm Give me Joe over Pat. And also, I said this, this to Josh. Year's 12. Yeah. I said this to Josh. Just to kind of rile him up, but um, Joe Burrow beat Cincinnati, beat Kansas City in Kansas City with a far worse team than Josh Allen. Oh, and yeah. Josh Allen couldn't get it done. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, even though Josh Allen played absolutely perfect Josh in Allen, that game, Josh Allen could get it done. Yeah, they just <laughs> if Josh Allen defense, didn't have a they chance, just didn't to get, get it, it done. done. Yeah, that was the difference. And oh, while we're on the topic, 
Yeah, even though the game went to overtime. Just break your microphone <laughs> while you're at it. This thing it. just falls My off. God. Now. While we're on the topic, though, the overtime rules, even though Cincinnati came back and won, even though they lost the coin toss, it doesn't mean they shouldn't be changed. I 100% agree. It absolutely agree. should be changed. Because the thing is, yeah, you can say, like, oh, the defense should have to step up. But the defense isn't the only side that should get a chance. That was so loud that and uncomfortable. Look <laughs> uh, at the spike. Yeah. I mean, you just blew everybody's eardrums yeah. out. There. Sorry about that. Completely but vertical. What were you saying? Because I couldn't hear. I was really focused on trying that, not to do what I did. Yeah, you can say, like, the defense has to step up and make an impact play to get but if the you're offense gonna, a chance, but the offense should just get a chance. Yeah, but if you're going to say that the defense should step up, then both defenses should have exactly. to step up. Yeah, it shouldn't There's be. There's no reason that both sides of the football shouldn't touch the football. And it isn't like the NFL can't afford to continue airing the game. See, and I'm, I can understand keeping it how it is for the regular season because you have more games coming on right after. You have, you have to get your, your TV deals done. And it ensures it's a winner. It's the playoffs. You have to have a winner. If it comes down to uh, an extra 15-minute quarter, do it. No one's going to be mad. If, if Especially you, if it's a game like Cincinnati and Buffalo. Yeah. Not Cincinnati, uh, Kansas City and Buffalo. That game, I would have watched that game for the rest of the next day. Like I said, you play another eight-minute quarter. If that you still don't have a winner after eight minutes, which I doubt, you go to field goals. Yeah. Or go to two-point conversions. Yeah. I'm still a big fan of the lineup, both the kickers starting from the five and just back them out five yards until one misses. First one to miss. I, mean, I think it, that'd be phenomenal. Hey, soccer has a penalty shootout. So does hockey. So why can't football have it Puts as well? Value on the position. There's so many better ways to do NFL overtime, and they have the worst possible one. Yeah. It Absol- doesn't make sense. No, it really doesn't. Why does a field goal not end it, but a touchdown does? I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you. Like, they went through the trouble of changing it after we went to the Super Bowl. And if you win on that touchdown, don't you not have to kick the extra point? Nope. So it's only six points. Yeah. <laughs> so it just it makes zero sense. It really does. But um, it's all it's all to get the betters. All to screw the betters. <laughs> um, which which happened. Uh, sports betting is now legal online yeah. in Louisiana. Um, I'm too scared to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, me so, too. I'm I haven't so done scared. it. Like I've been getting like links from like people sending it me like enter here and I'll get twenty five dollars and you get twenty five dollars to bet. It's like. You don't want me to do this. You just want a free twenty-five to keep betting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been getting—I've got like six of those texts. I haven't signed up for one. Um, not to say that you shouldn't, but I, I'm just—I'm—it's not for me. Maybe one day when I have some more disposable income. <laughs> yeah, then I'll try. Actually, that would be discretionary income. All right, well, whatever. For me, <laughs> learn that uh, in a test I took yesterday. I was the first one to finish, which is either a great or horrible sign. Nah, we're going to go with great sign. You did great, kid. You did amazing. But, thank you. Either way, I'm terrified of betting because I, that's just another thing for me to be stressed out about during football games. Yeah, that's exactly. exactly what I was about to say. Like, I can't do it. I could not bet on Saints games. I hate fantasy. Neither could I. Because I would lose puts, like, my mind. Betting would be terrible. That's the thing. You're never supposed to bet on your team. Right. Because you're always going to be partial to your team. Yay, big words. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Joe Burrow in the Cincinnati Joey Bees are taking a trip to Los Angeles to go Tiger beat the Rams. King. And they will beat the Rams. I th- yeah, I'm taking them. I, this, this Super Bowl worked out 
perfectly. These are the two best stories of the season. You have comeback player of the year, young new, young new quarterback that is taking his team to the Super Bowl for the first time since I think when the nineties. Uh, before that, I think. Okay, whenever it was taking them for the first time, and then you have Matthew Stafford who struggled, suffered in Detroit, goes to the Rams. They've become a rehab center for PR for NFL players. You bring in Von Bell. You bring in Odell. Bring in Matt Stafford. Von yeah, Von, Von Miller. Von, Von, Miller. Von, Von, Von Bell's Bell. with – yeah, my bad. But you bring in all of them. They're fi- fixing every, figuring everything out. You have both of those teams in the Super Bowl. And I'm fine with Matt Stafford losing the Super Bowl. I wanted him to get there, though. I'm so fine with him losing the Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm extraordinarily I'd actually, I'd actually fine say with him. I prefer if he loses yeah, the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I prefer if he loses this year. If it would have been anyone else besides Josh Allen. Yeah, if it was I will, if Bills it was, or Bengals, yeah, I, I want them, them to win. If it was the Chiefs, I'd be pulling for the Rams. Yeah. As much but as it hurts me to say that. This is I the perfect do. Super Bowl. Also, if Joe Burrow does not win comeback player of the year. If he doesn't win MVP. He's not going to win MVP. MVP is not going to happen. He was like 18 MVP is yards. a regular season award, though. But tell yeah. me who is more valuable to their team. Oh, I know. It ain't Aaron Rodgers. I know. And no, it's, it's not, not Tom right now. It's Joe Burrow. I mean, Tom's yeah. not. Tom's valuable to his his couch right now. <laughs> MVP, I'm sorry. It should extend through playoffs. I agree. Or they should. Do they have an, a playoff MVP? They have, they have a, a Super Bowl Super MVP. Bowl MVP. Which inevitably will probably just go to the quarterback who wins it. 99% of the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'd rather. I think Amendola got it that the Falcons year. It should be Joe Burrow. Yeah. I agree. I mean, we had that conversation right before the playoffs started. I had the three, the one that was probably going to win it, the one that I thought could win it, and then the one I wanted to win it, and it was Rodgers, Brady, Joe. Nobody deserves it more than Joe Burrow. No. And, I mean, they won their division, so that's a pretty big step. (sighs) But we have the Bengals and the Rams. I believe kickoff Sunday is 5 or 5.30. Something like that. It's yeah. not this Sunday, is it? It's next. It's the next. 13th. Oh, I thought it was this Sunday. I no, thought it was this Sunday, too. There's always a break between them. That's weird. It's kind of like a, a rest week. Because huh. you just went through the gauntlet of the playoffs. and that was, yeah. You know what? Y'all can rest for a minute. And it just extends the season. Mm-hmm. But that's the, So the Pro Bowl will be Sunday. Yeah. Oh, who cares? It gives exactly. the 49ers fans chances to sell their Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> as well as the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, them too. All right, so that hey, y'all remember when people thought the Cowboys were going to go to the Super Bowl this year? I said it as a joke. Couldn't be me. I can't believe it, dude. <laughs> that people actually hyped that team up. All right, so uh, well, that's going to kind of wrap it up. We're going to get to the trivia and minor league. Uh, what's Jackson up to at this moment? Can we call him again? Is he in class? Uh, well, he wasn't he, in class last time. He's what at time work now. He? he just got to work. Which we All right. pause it. Pause it. All right, we've got Jackson here for the minor league. Ian, are you going to be partaking or no? Yeah, I will. All right, so I changed it up a bit. This one is which one of these teams is fake? So you're guessing the fake team as opposed to the real team. All right. All right, you got that, Jack? Yeah, guessing the fake team. All right, put him, like, right up on that microphone. Okay, that should be good. All right, Jackson, your teams are the and well, y'all as well. It's just about beating Jackson at this point. Um, the Bowie Bay Sox, the Columbus Clippers, or the Albany Senators? 
Clippers is the fake one. Go again. The Bowie Bay Sox, the Columbus Clippers, or the Albany Senators? Wait, are we guessing the real one or the fake one? The fake one. Okay. I think I have my answer. This is a good one. I have mine as well. One more time. All right. Bowie Bay Sox, Columbus Clippers, or the Albany Senators? You got your answer? I'm going to – yeah. Give us a 3-2-1, Blake. All right. Yeah. 3-2-1. One. Clippers. The Clippers are fake. It was the Columbus Clippers. All right, well, I said Clippers. Y'all all said Clippers? Yeah. Y'all are all three wrong. It is the Albany Senators. What? I swear that's real. Was it real? They appeared on an episode of Cold Case Files labeled The Brush Man. Bruh. (laughs) I don't like this guy. Jackson is now 12 12 and and 9. I think I'm 0 and 2 now. (laughs) So, you know. Jackson, we love you, buddy. We hope you can come back here soon. I know. I hope so. Just stop working at 12 on Tuesdays and just push it to, like, 2. It's Wednesday. Whatever. <laughs> I miss the old studio. I know. We miss you, too, buddy. All right. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you later. All right, bud? All right. That sounds good. All right. Bye. Later. All righty, 12 and 9. I think it's because he's here and he's he can't. Falling. He's not here. He can't read my facial expressions. Uh-huh. And he's really good at that. All right, so your first trivia question. Who is the man? What? That's your first trivia question. Who is the man? There's only one right answer. Is he a wrestler? No. That, that actually is a female wrestler, but no, that's not the question. Who is the man? Oh, this was supposed to be so easy. Joe Burrow. Oh. Wow, Josh. And Ian's over here just looking like a kid <laughs> in a candy store looking through these trivia cards. I didn't know the question was for me. It's for, it's both, for both of, of you. Oh, my bad. All right. Uh, I, I was confused. I'm a little dumb. All right. Your next one. Um, who is Patrick Mahomes' father? Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Um, who is Josh Allen getting outshined by with a worse team? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Okay, uh, and then a real one. Uh, where did Tony never clears his throat? Romo play college football. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch games that he commentates. It's literally <laughs> well. Uh, it's gonna be a good pet. Like he sounds like Ed Orgeron if Ed Orgeron was like more fluent. I can't watch him commentate for different reasons because he has that quarterback ego where he's like, "Oh, I could do that." He's like, "Why didn't he just do that?" And he's literally in the booth and not playing. <laughs> because he got outplayed by Dak Prescott. I just can't stand it. I, I love his takes. He's right about everything. He's a great commentator. He's it's right, just, but it's unnecessary. Like I dog. just don't like his voice. He never clears. When he clears his throat and he talks normal, sounds fine. Uh-huh. He just needs to clear his throat. Take a <laughs> lozenge. Take a cough drop. All right, but uh, where did Tony Romo play college uh, football? You got Central Michigan, Eastern Illinois, Northwestern, and a Miami of Ohio. Central Michigan sounds Eastern. right. Central Michigan? Eastern. Eastern Illinois? Yeah. You're correct. Tony Romo played for the Eastern Illinois Panthers. Bonus points if you can tell me who, what big quarterback played at Miami of Ohio. Big Ben. Big Ben. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, uh, before we get to Ian's questions, LSU has the most players in the Super Bowl. How many do they have? They, they're, you're, I put some multiple choice here just to help you out. Okay, so Odell. You got five, three, seven, or nine. It's not five. Okay. 
because five there's five on the Bengals right now. Okay. You want to just name them together? All right, so Tyler Shelvin, Thaddeus Moss, Jamar, Joe. Who's the other one on um, the Bengals? Um, there's one more on the Bengals. I can't think of him either. All right, well, there's one more on the Bengals, and then there's Odell, and then is there another one that plays? The OL, the O-lineman. All right. L. Whitworth? Yeah. Yeah, seven. Seven. You're both wrong. It is five. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Thaddeus Moss does not play for the Bengals yes, anymore. Yes, he he's on the practice squad at the very he's least. He's on the roster. Well, I can tell you, LSU leads the way with five, and they're tied with Florida, and the five players are Odell, Joey, Joey Burrow, Clyde. Not Clyde's Clyde. Not, not Clyde. It's Joe Burrow. Odell Beckham, Andrew Whitworth, Tyler Shelvin, and then Thaddeus Moss. Then it has to be Thaddeus Moss. I don't know why I put Clyde. But there's only five. That's what was reported. They're lying to you. They're just they're lying, lying to, you. to your face. Well, Google it. See how I many mean, – We p- just named them. How, all right. I'm going to Google this right now. This is embarrassing. How many LSU players are in the Super Bowl? LSU has the most players in the Super Bowl with five players. And this was – on LSU Wire, and this was posted February 1st, 2022. So on the Bengals, you got Tyler Shelvin, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. And then on the Rams, you have Odell and Andrew Whitworth. Joe, Jamar, Tyler, Odell, and Andrew. Five. What is the, what is the, the confusion, Josh? So Thaddeus Moss and Tyler Shelvin are both on the Bengals. Thaddeus Moss is injured. Well, then I guess it's how many players are playing in the okay. Super Bowl. Okay. Then that should have been the question. So that's my fault. I'll take the blame for that. Okay. All right, Ian, you got your that's questions? That's why I was confused because I knew that they were five on the Bengals. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I was like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple. I pulled a few that are easy, and then one of them is, like, really funny to me. So that's All why right. I picked it. All right. I have class at one, so. <laughs> me too. Me too. Okay, the first one is, how many NFL stadiums are in the state of New York? Uh, zero. Zero. No, no, one. 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 Buffalo. <laughs> Correct. The Bills Stadium. All the, the other, MetLife is in Jersey. During World War II, so many players were in the military service that the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers merged to form what team? We've the had this, Steagles. The Steagles. Okay. We've had this question before. Yeah. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> well, maybe if you listen to the episodes, Ian. Sorry, man. There's a lot. There's a lot to go through at this point. We do have a lot of episodes. At this We're point. at like 31, I think. Who has the most wins as a head coach in the NFL as of 2020? Shula? Bill Belichick. Shula. I don't know. I just first coach I could think of. That was successful. Ian is flying through these. Yeah. When a referee puts both hands on his hips and then points to the team playing defense, what penalty has he just called? He's dancing. Wait, both hands on his hips? Holding. No. Which was on infraction? Yep. Offside. Offside. Offsides. Uh-huh. Defense. And then five yard penalty. Repeat first down. <laughs> what did cornerback Darrell Green stuff in his socks claiming they made him run faster? It's a candy. Uh Snickers. Twix. No. Nope. M Ms. Keep going. Skittles. Skittles. Nope. It's a Starburst. chocolate candy. It's a chocolate candy. Uh it's oh. a chocolate candy? Hershey's um, Hershey's kisses. No. Um, uh, um, it's a chocolate-flavored uh, chocolate candy. Sixlets. not chocolate. What? Oreos? No. It's a chocolate-flavored candy. Jelly beans. I think. I think it's a chocolate-flavored candy. I might be, I might be misguiding Get, y'all. Uh, it's uh, a chocolate. Fl- we've had this question before. We have? Yes. I don't remember it. It's a chocolate-flavored candy. So it's a candy. Like, it's a chocolate that has a candy coating. Is that what you're saying? 
No. It's a it is a chocolate flavored candy, but it is not chocolate. What does that mean? What it It is a chocolate flavored candy that's not chocolate. Yeah. Reese's. No. Uh, that would be horrible to stuff in your socks. Uh Kit Kats. Mm-mm. Did he keep chocolate flavored candy? What does that mean? That's not chocolate. Necco wafers. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, a taffy. Laffy Taffy's? No. It's a taffy. Licorice? Twizzlers? Tootsie no. Rolls. There you go. Finally. That's not a taffy. Yes, it is. That's chocolate. No, it's not. <laughs> I forgot Tootsie Rolls were a thing. I love Tootsie Rolls. Um, okay. They're very mediocre. That would be horrible to put in your socks before during a game. Just melted Tootsie Roll. Imagine you hurt your ankle and the trainer has to tape you up. Tell that to Darrell. The trainer I mean, has to dig through just mounds of chocolate. Well, I wonder what size taffy. Tootsie Roll he went with. Did he go with the Definitely thick ones? The long ones. The long ones or the little the little midges? Little midges. For sure picked Definitely the long the midges. One. <laughs> I hope he kept them in the wrapper and like would just eat them throughout the game. Oh god. Oh. That's terrible. Well, I mean, at least if it's in the wrapper, it's not melting all in between your toes and getting mashed into the socks. Imagine he hollowed out the the thigh pads and just kept Tootsie Roll stuffed in them. Man, that is horrible. All righty, guys. That is going to do it for this week's episode. We will be back with you next week to talk the Super Bowl, maybe give some more predictions, a little bit more in depth. Obviously, we had a couple other things we needed to talk about this week. Um. But, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for today. We'll yeah, probably say we're all taking the Bengals, right? Yeah, we're all taking the Bengals. But Definitely. we can at least give score predictions and a little bit more in-depth view of the game. And, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to say to you boys. Thank you all for listening. No, I think that's good. And, yeah, thank you all for listening. All right. Thank you, Rap God. All right. Uh, we will <laughs> yes, catch you all later. Take care. Brush your hair. Take care. Brush your hair.